The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen up. Hey, it's Brandon. Sorry this is late, everybody. Uh, that's just the way it goes sometimes. I mean, it's been quite a, uh, quite a journey these past couple of months, huh? Here I am, wrapping up Vitology. It started off uh, wanting it to be twice a week through... Uh, November, December, in honor of the 25th anniversary of the album. Things kind of got away from me, and I ended up skipping songs in the middle because I didn't have guests. Now here we are, and the whole world is uh, has changed. It's, it's fucking weird. Got a new album, uh, tour announced, tour postponed. I know I don't really get the chance to talk to everybody directly like this. I save that for the finales and the introductions, I guess, as I'm kind of uh, not just talking to somebody about a song that we talked a month or so ago or whatever. I decided to record this so that I could have it all ready for everybody, but I hope that everybody is staying safe and taking care of yourselves and looking out for other people as well. You're playing the uh, comedian Mike Kaplan says you're playing the game of Science Says. Science says, make sure you social distance. Okay, do that. Science says, make sure you're washing your hands. Okay, gonna, gonna do that. Start breathing in bleach. Uh, oh, science didn't say. Because this continues to go on and things start to open up a little. People get a little bit more lax with opening places up and being around a whole lot more people. It's gonna become a lot more normalized and you're gonna want to fit in with the crowd and kind of uh well everybody else isn't wearing masks and i'm the only one who is so uh maybe i shouldn't do it and uh, oh well everybody else is hanging out and being around a bunch of other people maybe i should do that too maybe i'm the one who's overreacting and everything like that and you know that's normal it's normal to want to fit in it's normal to want to get back to normal because this is uncomfortable it's weird it's not what you want to do you want to keep doing the same thing you want to stay the same age you want to keep listening to the music you want to you don't want upheaval and the unknown to be de rigueur but things have changed things do change you do get older you society evolves and i'm not saying that we have to live in fear forever but sometimes you just have to Embrace that fear and hold on to it while you run down to the end zone and make sure you have your team blocking you because we're all in here. We're all rooting for each other and we all have each other's backs. At least we should. I got your back. You can come on, talk to me if you're wanting to talk about something other than Pearl Jam or whatever. I got emails. I got DMs. So let's get into this episode and wrap up my thoughts on Vitology. This ain't your daddy's Pearl Jam podcast. It's my daddy's Pearl Jam podcast. Yeah. So first up, I'm going to thank everybody who's come on and helped me out with this season. Randy Sobel, John Farrar, Patrick Bogle from Live on Four Legs podcast. Ryan Bauer, Kevin Lassard, Andrew Plath, Brett Bascuni, Emily Dunster, Eddie Quintana, 
Matt Massey, Kate Cotton from The Porch Podcast, Bob Remington, Harry Geyer, Deborah McMurtry, and Joey Goodsir. Thank you all for coming on and helping me out. Always good talking to uh, to people, getting my social interaction that's not the people I work with and my family. Speaking of social interaction, it's letter time. I only got one email this whole season from Peter Antonchik. He says, Brandon, just started season three. Good stuff as always. Anyways, this all reminded me of something, although too late for the pod. I am sure you want it for your collection. Did you know that your favorite clown rappers from Detroit, the Insane Clown Posse, did a cover of Not For You? Long story short, they wanted to do a rock project. The fans didn't want it, so they scrapped what they had and signed a band that turned into Zug Island. That's Zug Island with a Z. But this song was what I guess you'd call a demo with the band intact, but with Violent J as the lead singer. He's always professed that Pearl Jam is one of his favorite bands, so this song is no shock. Lots of PJ references in their songs over the years. That's all I got. Just something different to break up your day. Thanks for writing in, Peter. And if anybody listening wants to write in, email address, of course, betterbandpod at gmail.com. You can also go to Facebook, betterbandpod over there as well. And hey, betterbandpod on Instagram as well. That's called Synergy Brand Integration, my friends. Also, something, of course, that I don't mention in all the episodes, uh, starting with the no-code season, though, I'm going to tack it on to my credits at the end. You can contribute monetarily to me on Kofi, or maybe it's coffee, but it's spelled with a K, ko-fi.com slash Brandon P, B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. They take donations of $3 increments, and then take their little cut, pass it over to me for the foreseeable future. Any money that people give to me through Kofi, I'm going to turn around and give to the Northern Nevada Food Bank. It's a tough time for a lot of people not being able to work, kids not being able to go to school. And of course, uh, if anybody has ever grown up food insecure or taking advantage of school lunch programs and stuff. Sometimes, you know, that was the only real meal, possibly only meal that had any nutrition in it that wasn't just uh, ramen or something like that that you'd get all day. So I'm always fond of uh, donating to food banks. So any donations I get while uh, COVID-19 pandemic is going on right now, I'm going to hand right over to the Northern Nevada Food Bank. You can go to feedingamerica.org to search for your own local food bank here in uh, America. I don't know about other countries. They seem to take care of people a little bit better than uh, we do sometimes over here. So uh, maybe you don't uh, have those kinds of problems. You're like, food bank? What the hell is that? Anyway, if you give to uh, your local food bank, send me a message. Take a picture of your receipt or something like that. Send it to me. I will hook you up with uh, outtakes of uh, the podcast. I'm talking to some people and stuff, and we get good uh, rapport going on before we start talking about Pearl Jam and stuff like that. And I've started to clip them out and going to edit them together and uh, a little nice little thank yous, I guess, to, uh, to them and to you for uh, helping support your communities. So if you donate to me, 
through my Kofi, ko-fi.com slash B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. I'll hook you up with some uh, outtakes and stuff once I get them uh, finished editing. And if you give me proof that you have donated to your local food bank instead, then I'm also going to send you those little bonus episodes too. Of course, if you don't have cash to throw around right now, that's totally cool. I hope you're hanging in there. But you can also help me out, support me with uh, ratings and reviews on your podcast providers. And you can share when I get episodes up and uh, social media. Let other people know who might be in the Pearl Jam or your friends that maybe haven't heard your voice in a while that miss you. Let them know when you're on episodes and stuff too. It's looking like... July-ish, I'm going to start taking the signups for the next two seasons, the Binaural and Riot Act seasons, which are going to start next year, 2021. Oh my gosh, always looking, already looking that far ahead. Oh man. Yeah, I got to do that because otherwise I end up like I did with this season where I fully intended on having all of the 95 fan club single tracks released with this season along with Catholic Boy, but weren't able to find guests for that song and My Way and History Never Repeats. So those are going to be held over until some later date, possibly having uh, lottery-ish sort of things. Maybe the people who sign up for some of these straggler tracks will get first crack at the signups for uh, those next seasons. So if there's a choice binaural riot act song you're looking for, then uh, you get first crack at it if you get some of these straggler tracks. Ooh, yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Anyway, mythology. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Before I started this season, my rating for it on the five-star iTunes scale was 3.2. That is because of the four filler tracks. Uh, take those away, and it raises it up to 3.9. Put that on the power rankings of the 10 Pearl Jam albums that were available before this season began. So, Gigaton, not in power rankings yet, but Vitology is last place. Adjusting it, though, like I said, taking out the... Uh, sort of filler tracks uh Vitology would then be my third favorite album however after listening to it again with my guests and really thinking about it I have adjusted and now the new score is 3.6 so that uh puts it at my fourth favorite album right behind No Code and Ahead of Yield taking away those uh, filler songs, and then that puts it at 4.3, which would put it uh, tied for first with Vitology. The main adjustments are sort of a greater appreciation for, I believe, Last Exit and possibly Tremor Christ or Not For You. The filler tracks are still filler tracks. However, um, overall, they contribute to the theme and the uh, concept of the record. But really, if you're thinking about the album as a whole, do you go to those individual tracks as often as you go to the real songs on the album? Or do you just skip them? An album can only be as strong as those weakest tracks. 
they're they're strictly ornamental they're not load bearing at all the exception i think being pry 2 which serves as a perfect transition from the first to the second side so i bumped that up i believe from one to two stars on my ratings you got something else like idavanita bugs stupid mop those would have fit really well on a fan club single if they would have released one in 94 let's say and put you know bugs and stupid mop release those that would have been huge maybe mind-blowing if those stood out on their own sort of like oh these were b-sides from the mythology session You're like whoa what the heck whoa and, you know like i have contended through this whole process so far that you know stupid mop would have really worked as a ramblings sort of continuation i davanita I don't know. That could have been just uh, sitting on the shelf. Maybe put it in with the anniversary release. I don't think people really would have missed it. This whole album comes at the tail end of Dave A's tenure. And with Versus, you had the sort of end of the Jeff Stone writing duo that you had at the band's conception, where you had them along with mike writing the majority of the songs ed only writing two of the songs rearview mirror and elderly woman and then vitology comes out and you have six eddie vetter songs get it down to the 10 main songs eddie's written five half the album he's written so that's why you've kind of lost the groove from 10 and verses because, you know, he's the front man, so he's got to take control and he's got to step up and write the songs. And it's much easier to have songs when you have somebody who's writing music and lyrics coming together with something that's complete instead of something where somebody has part of something and you kind of work on it and somebody comes in with another part and says, oh, hey, we can do this. As we're going to see when we get into Yield, where you have other members contributing lyrics as well so they're coming together with their own songs that they've kind of written and then more collaboration happens that way as we see through the uh, the remainder of their career although ed still writes a bunch of songs but you get something more collaborative like i said so you've got the artwork and the songs and you've got the whole thing as a package which is a great album but i think that it's just those few little experiments that while they show the uh personality of the band they're the things that are keeping this from being a stone cold i think masterpiece just moments of self-indulgence where just moments of self-indulgence where you're like ah you know what i think i'm gonna go back for seconds ah you know what i'm gonna put the m&ms on top of the chocolate syrup that i have on there already on top of my ice cream it's those extra chapters of camping from uh harry potter and the deathly hollows you know what i mean all you uh, potter nerds out there you know did it really need all that she wanted it in there but it wouldn't have hurt the story if you kind of tightened it up a little bit a little bit of, a little bit of editing self-restraint can really make it powerful but i don't think that's what they were going for with this album they didn't want it to be that huge they didn't want it to blow up like the trajectory that they were going in their career. They needed a little space and time for themselves. They need to let a little bit of that personality, I think, come through to show that they were human and not huge demigod rock stars. It was sort of a 
testing of boundaries, a if you don't accept me at my bugs, you don't deserve me at my corduroy, you know. Anyway, I think that's all I have for this little wrap-up. Thanks again for listening and subscribing and all that sort of stuff. I guess I'll uh, put my credits in right here. Please rate and review on your podcast provider of choice. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. Social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Better Band Pod. My personal Twitter, at B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you got some cash to throw around in $3 increments, ko-fi.com slash B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. I'm giving all that money to the Northern Nevada Food Bank for the foreseeable future. Any emails? betterbandpod at gmail.com and we've got uh, the no code season coming up so thanks for joining me on this all-encompassing trip through the pearl jam catalog oh man i gotta put that uh that little slug line in uh, more often huh so take care of each other stay safe and uh as always this is brandon saying that ought to hold a little sobs start off just by saying this any likenesses to a certain pearl jam song are purely purely speculation in your part
All that sacred comes from you. Sticks. Guido broke his bass over Dan Miller's head. Motherfuckers tore the studio up. Much love to Juggalos from Zug Island and Joe Bruce, Shaggy and the Psychopathic Family.